Dante Greco. Dante is a really smart guy. Ladies love Dante. I wanted hair. Look at that face. Dante Greco. Dante was me, yours truly. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come. Welcome to the Dante Greco Show Tuesday. We're back live. So much to cover. So much going on. Let's start with the latest updates in the Brian Koberger accused quadruple murder Idaho slayings. New information gets released almost every day. Here's a picture of Brian in his orange prison jump shoot. Um, hold on one second. I got to remove. I'm trying to stream on kick. All the cool streamers are going to kick. So I figured, well, let me get there, too. But for some reason, it is not working, so forget it. We'll figure that out later. Here's Brian in his orange jumpsuit, enjoying prison life. Look at, the, look at his face. He's thrilled. He's having a great time. This is everything he ever wanted. So Pennsylvania cops seized four medical gloves, a silver flashlight, and Brian Kohlberger's Under Armour socks boxers and shorts when they arrested him at his parents house that's right folks the details of the pennsylvania arrest warrant have been unsealed and we can see what they took from brian although i saw the other famous brian in this case brian enton of news nation tweeted that this wasn't seized from his parents house this is what was seized from his person so there's a little bit of a distinction there okay first of all under armor another brand to go down and get tracked through the mud with Brian Koberger. You can add Vans to the list. You can add K-Bar knives, Hyundai, now Under Armour. This guy just loves his brand names, and he, he's trying to ruin all of them. Allegedly. Let's see. Under Armour socks, boxers, and shorts. I wonder if he's a big Steph Curry fan. You know, Steph Curry, basketball player, he's the big uh, Under Armour spokesman. Let's look at what they took. Four, okay, one defiant silver flashlight, four medical style gloves, white Arizona jean co large t shirt, champion WSU cougar large black sweatshirt. Wow, he had some school pride. Pair of black and white size 13 Nike shoes. Size 13, you know what they say big shoes. Nike. Another brand. They didn't put Nike in the headline. Interesting. Okay. Pair of black Under Armour socks. Under Armour black large shorts. Under Armour black boxers large. One buckle swab. Buckle. I, you know, that word is becoming so pervasive now in the culture. We see it everywhere because everyone's getting that buckle fat removal. Well, it looks like this. You see like Anya Taylor-Joy. She's She's the uh, supreme example of that right now in Hollywood. Everyone's doing that thing where they suck the fat out of your face and now she looks like this. It's bizarre. Getting off track here. Let's get back to Koberger. Koberger. All right. So they took all of this when he was taken into custody after they traced him to his parents' house by tracking his white Hyundai Elantra. He was believed to have been wearing dark clothing at the time of the murders. That would be a good idea. 
Police say he also left a footprint with a diamond pattern on the sole that is more inconsistent with a pair of Vans. I wonder if that is a typo, more inconsistent. I would think they would mean more consistent, but whatever. When he was taken into custody, cops seized a pair of black Nike sneakers. He's yet to enter a formal plea, but his attorneys have indicated in the past that he plans to plead not guilty. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think he I think he believes he can win. He probably feels I'm smart enough to put together a case, a defense to get me out of this. His alleged motive remains unconfirmed. By the way, there was a report that this is from News Nation. Uh, I'm not going to play the video because I don't want them to, you know, give me a copyright strike. But the report was he had pictures of one of the victims on his phone and that the victim was Maddie, Maddie Mogan who was in the top floor sharing the bed with Kaylee Gonzalez. They were killed first. Then it was Ethan and Zana. And the uh, the sheath was left under Maddie. This is from the reports, you know. We'll see. I'm sure this will all become even more detailed as we get into the trial. But this is what we've read. Uh, the evening, uh, News Nation contributed further. This is from Reddit. They, they talked about the story. Ashley Banfield reported that a source states that Koberger had liked all of Maddie Mogan's Instagram posts and the photos that law enforcement found downloaded to his phone were of her. So these are anonymous sources stating this information to People Magazine and News Nation. It's hard to verify, but, you know, they are professional news organizations. We, we should give them a little bit of leeway to believe that they're not just going to be making shit up. Um, so that could be his motive. He may have become obsessed with Maddie and decided to go in there and, and do who knows what. And, and, you know, as many people have pointed out, probably was surprised to find Kaylee Gonzalez there because she had moved out of the house already. And she was just back in town for the weekend to show her friends her new car terrible the house by the way is going to be destroyed by the university i believe the person who owns the property is giving it to the university and the university is going to knock it all down so you know i don't know what they're going to put up in its place long ago someone who commented on one of my videos suggested you know a park or some kind of monument definitely better though to just get rid of the house and not let it become a ghoulish tourist trap in addition to linking his Honda to the scene. Okay. We know all of that. Let me see here. Yeah. He had hair. Police sources was also police sources have also claimed he had more than one photograph of one of the victims on his phone. Yeah. Um, so that's what they took from him. Flashlight. Now look, I mean, Theoretically, these are all things that people could just have, you know, on socks, boxers, shoes, flashlights, all that stuff. Everyone has that. But for some reason, when you put it all together with the name Brian Koberger, it, it sounds nefarious. Let's see what they're saying on Twitter about this. 
this woman, the family of Brian Kohlberger should not be blamed on what he did. Seeing this picture of his father cleaning those broken glasses caused by those stupid people is so heartbreaking. His family is also devastated because of his actions. Please stop. That's Mr. Koberger right there. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think the family had any idea. You never want to believe that or even think it. And I'm sure it was hard. You know, Koberger had to drive across the country with his dad. I wonder if he thought, like, I will drive across the country with my dad, he's, he's probably like, okay, I did the murder. Ideal thing would be to drive across the country and dispose of the evidence just on the road, you know, in different states. Just spread it all around. They'll never find it. Problem is, dad already made a plan to drive back with me. So now I got to hide this shit in the trunk, drive across the country with him, get pulled over twice and be super stressed about that, and then... Once we get to Pennsylvania, I got to figure out a time when I can leave the house in the freezing winter to go dispose of this evidence. And the Koberger's are probably like, Brian, where are you going, son? It's 11 p.m. What are you going outside for? Uh, yeah, they're just talking about. No, yeah, this was what Brian Enton said. No receipt of items taken from the house in the unredacted Brian Koberger, Pennsylvania search warrant. So we don't know the items taken from his parents' house. We do know the items taken from his person. So that leaves open the door that there were th other pieces of evidence that were taken from his parents' house as well. So far, though, the weapon still unaccounted for. See what Jennifer Coffendaffer is saying. I know the list seems underwhelming. Jennifer Coffendaffer, FBI agent. She's been on a lot of these news shows. She's uh, on top of this. Recall there was one for person, the swab, one for house, and one for car. This FD 597, as we call them, is just one return. They had till the first. Expect more tomorrow. Okay. All right. So this is just like the first wave. Interesting, interesting. Jennifer says, so I was kind of a flashlight geek on the team, presumably uh, her FBI team. I, I like trying them all out. Small lights were imperative with a lot of lumens for tactical operations. Was Brian Koberger using a defiant flashlight for tactical operations? So that's the tiny little flashlight that he would have been using that was seized. Wow. So that's Koberger. Uh, I'm I'm happy to hear from Coffendaffer that more is expected to be released tomorrow. So we maybe we can get an even clearer picture of uh, everything that went on. Oh, this is funny. They they he could face death by firing squad under proposed law if convicted. I mean, it's not funny if you're a family member or a friend of Brian Koberger and you're you're hoping that he is found innocent and not executed by firing squad, but if you believe that he brutally murdered four people, there's some humor in the idea of him being murdered uh, by a firing squad. It's unusual. You know, this case has just been so unusual since the beginning. Why not have a ridiculously kind of over-the-top final act 
Who knows, though? I mean, you, you go to death row. People sit on death row for years if he gets convicted and sent to death row. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. He could face execution by firing squad if he is convicted of the murders. And a bill introduced this week clears the Idaho state legislature. Okay, so it's not a definite thing yet. Republican state rep Bruce Skaug, S-K-A-U-G, Skaug, introduced House Bill 186 on Wednesday, which would establish execution by firing squad as a backup to lethal injection. Idaho has struggled to procure the ingredients for lethal injections in recent years, most recently forcing the state to cancel the execution last year of a man who murdered two gold prospectors in 1985. Not 1885. 1985, a guy murdered two gold prospectors. What's going on in Idaho? And why can't they get the ingredients? What is with the shortages in everything, whether it's eggs or whether it's... um, what was it? Not toilet paper. There was another weird shortage earlier last year. Now you can't get the ingredients for lethal injection. What's going on out there? Are people trying to create ingredients for lethal injection from home? Is this a work from home issue? Send them back to the lethal injection ingredient office, for God's sake. Let's go. <clears throat> If lethal injection is not available, no more than, okay, hold on. His bill call, well, whatever. Forget the details. The point is they want a backup of firing squad. I don't know. If I was someone working in the death row department of a prison, I would probably be against this. Because think of all the extra cleanup that you have to do now. If you're getting people executed by firing squad, there's going to be splatter. There's going to be, you know, parts and stuff. It's like, what? why the hassle? Let's just stick with the uh, injection. You know, that way you just you zip someone up, you wheel them out. Job done. Imagine it's a Friday night. You're waiting to get off your shift. And then they're like, all right, we got to bring them in. Uh, firing squad execution. The governor just uh, rejected the plea for clemency. We're, we're executing him. You know, it's the playoffs. You want to get to the bar. Now you got to clean up some guy. So the remains of some guy that got executed by firing squad. I would, I would be against this personally. I worked there. Think of the death row employees, you know, when you're just trying to ram this bill through. All right. So that's going on. That's what's up in the Koberger case. Now let's move on to. Another big story. You know, it's weird. I'm just going to say these words quickly because I don't know how the YouTube algorithm picks up on this type of stuff. Lab leak theory, COVID, COVID, love the It's almost not even worth talking about on YouTube because it'll probably just be buried, shadow banned, whatever you want to call it. It'll be hard to find a video about this. And then my, my video will not be promoted. So you need to almost speak in code. We're, we're talking about a big event that first started a couple of years ago. Everybody dealt with it. Initials are, starts with a C. The th- theory about it, 
LL Co J. That's what we're going to call it. LL Co J. You know what I mean? Let me get the story up so you can just see what I'm talking about here. Because you can't just say this out loud. YouTube will ban you. God. I think I've got it again. Somebody get me a vaccine. All right. John Stewart. He fumed on his uh, YouTube show, whatever he does, Apple TV show. He was a little upset because in a way he's been vindicated after a report came out this week about that big thing that happened in the last couple of years. Let's hear from John. COVID-19 was a result of a lab leak. Uh, Are you... Are you trying to get me canceled again? <laughs> I know. I've, I've gotten so many texts being like, is John gloating? Do you feel vindicated? No, there is no. There, what? I, the, first of all, I, I wasn't waiting for the Department of Energy to wait. Right. You know, that's, like, that's one of those. You, like, were, like, you were refreshing the Department of Energy off. feed. What, what, what is the Department of Energy? With I'm, low confidence. It, it's not about certainty or the, the larger problem with all of this is the inability to discuss things that are within the realm of possibility without falling into absolutes and litmus testing each other for uh, our political allegiances. I agree with him right there. It's just the whole thing about you can't even discuss. You know, Everyone gave Woody Harrelson a lot of shit over the weekend because of his monologue on SNL. You can see how they, um, how the media reacted because he got up and he made some joke about, you know, a script that he rejected showing that, uh, you know, all the pharmaceutical companies got together and forced everyone to take their thing and you couldn't come out of your house if you didn't take it. Okay, fine. Whatever. You know, whatever you want to believe, if you're pro, if you're anti-V, pro-V, anti-V, that's fine. But like at this point in 2023, a guy can't question it or, excuse me, God, this, this latest variant is just killing my voice. One second. Oh, give me a booster. So you can't even discuss it and you see how the media played it. Woody Harrelson spreads anti-vax conspiracies during SNL monologue. Woody Harrelson rambles about weed, anti-vax conspiracy. Listen, there is, are you going to say that the pharmaceutical uh, uh, companies that created these aren't weren't celebrating the enormous windfall that they got? And they keep trying to like, I understand the first wave of it to get everyone vaxxed and, and like back into the world. And then the booster just to make it good. But now they're like, yeah, we should just have boosters forever. At a certain point, you got to say, okay, now you're just trying to make money off this. I mean, look, opioid crisis. Does anyone remember that? It's not impossible to think. But what pisses me off the most is like, it's been three years since the beginning. The president of the United States has declared that the pandemic is over. And Woody Harrelson is still being like, he can't just, you know, express his opinion about this. And look, I'm not anti-V. I took the V. I took it so I could get back into the world. 
I uh, thought it was a good idea at the time, and now I'm waiting for my blood clot and or heart attack to strike me dead at, at any time. Just kidding. But John Stewart, getting back to the point of what I'm saying here, went on TV and talked about something that uh, a couple of years ago he was on Colbert, and he talked about something that was actually like, you know, a legitimate question. Because it was engine, it was so good at infecting people, this uh, virus, that some thought, hey, maybe it was sweetened a little bit in a lab. As it arose from that, my, my bigger problem with, with that was I thought it was a pretty good bit that expressed kind of how I felt. And the two things that came out of it were I'm racist against Asian people and how dare I align myself with the alt-right? And I thought, well, that's such a peculiar, you know, and for those of you who, who don't know what we're talking about, and God, <laughs> God bless you if you don't. Uh, I'd gone on Stephen Colbert's show. Uh, Stephen is a, a young up-and-coming uh, <laughs> in, improv actor uh, with the program. He'll make it. And, and just really very wide hips, surprisingly. Um, but the, the point was I was doing a bit about, and it was similar to a bit I've done on religion. I used to do a bit about religion saying religion's given comfort to a world torn apart by religion. So the idea was, uh, you know, about the vaccines and other things that science had, uh, truly helped heal a world from a pandemic, uh, probably called by science. And then I proceeded to go on a kind of a long tangent about Let's see if they have the Colbert video here. I think so. You know, Colbert, nice guy, whatever, funny, but you can't find a bigger suck ass company man than Colbert. I mean, he just, oh, friends, and yet completely. this is the first time I've seen it. I was still in South. All right, I'm not going to watch the entire eight minute video, but you remember John Stewart went on there, talked about the LL theory and colbert was like well how long have you been working for senator blah 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 well, whoever the republican senator was that was pushing this at the time and now it comes out that like yeah you know what it probably came from there it's kind of like the idaho story the idaho slayings a lot of early reports that were then dismissed are slowly turning out to be true, like the nature of the 911 call. Uh, friends coming over and discovering the bodies, all that stuff. You know, even the rumors about one of the surviving roommates. All that, all those things that initially they said, no, 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 that's not what happened. It was, you know, they were just all asleep. They were asleep, and that's how the killer got them. Now we're finding out two of them at least were awake. And friends came over and discovered the body. And the 911 call was, you know, about the unconscious person was a, a thing. So it, it's you're seeing the same situation here with the with the big C. I don't know. It's hard to talk about. Like I said, it's almost not even worth talking about here. I would rather be on a local AM station talking about this than on YouTube. Because YouTube will just bury this video or any video that even talks about 
the big thing that happened a couple of years ago. So, you know, good for John Stewart. He he always gets out there and uh, uh, virus <clears throat> COVID vaccine. You mean uh, can get Pfizer on the line? I need another vax. He comes out. He's he's a sincere guy. You know, we love what he did for the 9-11 veterans. Uh, I, you know what? John Stewart, he doesn't have to do this. I know he's got a farm and he's got a show and he, you know, he's enjoying life. But like, let's get John Stewart involved in the Ohio train derailment thing. Because now the stories are coming out from the people that live in the area about the weird ailments that are afflicting them. So he would be a good voice for this. All right, let's move on. I would talk about it more, but there's just uh, no point. It's not even going to be seen. Real quick, I saw this story yesterday. Uh, 81-year-old San Antonio man mauled to death. You're never going to guess what kind of dogs mauled him to death. I'll give you you one guess, two guesses. It was a poodle. No, a pack of pit bulls mauled an 81-year-old man to death who was just trying to uh, protect his elderly wife. The dogs got out. The owner has been arrested. You know, it's, it's another one of these tragedies. And I'm not blaming the dogs themselves. Pit bulls are just, they're just dogs. They're animals. They don't know what they're doing. They're, yeah, they're, they're bred for that. And I know pit bull owners will say they're so the sweetest dogs and you got them all wrong and whatever. I'm sure some of them are. It's very dependent on the environment that they're living in and are raised in, how they are going to behave. Uh, and by the way, it's never a pack of golden retrievers that are mauling an 81-year-old man to death or you know some toddler. It's pretty much always the pit bulls. And as I said, it's about the environment that they're raised in. So my idea is that we need to rethink pit bull ownership in this country. It should be the same as owning a handgun. You should have to get a background check and like a permit to own a pit bull. Truly. Because you got irresponsible owners who just let their dogs sit in the backyard and scare people. They probably like it. They like walking their pit bull around through the neighborhood and intimidating everybody. It's a bunch of assholes out there and they buy pit bulls and they give the pit bulls a bad name. And then, God damn it. Jesus Christ. They give the pit bulls a bad name. I'm cutting all this coughing shit out of the, out of the replay. Who am I, Jennifer Coffin Daffer? Uh huh. They give the pit bulls a bad name, and you know the pit bulls kill and or maul people and and ruin lives. So you need more responsibility. You need to like actually like put people through some hoops to get a pit bull. And, and like, how are you gonna enforce that? There's probably no way. You get them from illegal breeders or, you know, just people. There's no, there's not going to be regulation. There's going to be no, you know, like a, you can barely get anything passed on gun control, let alone pit bull control. It's just my dream is that we live because I don't want to ever move into a neighborhood where somebody has a pit bull because you just don't know. 
if what's going to set them off, you know, one day you're walking your kid or you're walking your tiny chihuahua and the pit bull sees it and, and snaps and goes into beast mode and, and just runs after and kills it and then ends up killing you. If you try to protect your, your child or your dog or your old grandma. So we need more strict requirements for pit bull ownership. All right. That's what I'm saying. Tom Brady. Football player, greatest of all time, seven-time champion, played in 10 Super Bowls. You know him. You love him. He's divorced. His wife is having a great time in at Carnival in Brazil right now. And he is allegedly planning a stand-up comedy career. Well, at least that was the report yesterday. Now it comes out that he's not really considering a stand-up comedy career which was a little weird i read it i thought it was a joke but then i thought well don't dissuade him from doing this that would be fantastic content to cover tom brady at an open mic somewhere i mean he's got a sense of humor it's evident if you follow him on twitter but you know that doesn't always translate to uh on stage success This is from TMZ Sports. Hold your tomatoes. Tom Brady is not pursuing a full-blown second career in stand-up comedy, but he might still be making people chuckle at his expense in the future. Sources with direct knowledge tell us that the recent reports of him wanting to venture into the funny business are bogus, but he is in talks with Netflix to be the center of a roast special with a working title, The Greatest Roast of All Time. I thought that was old news. I thought that news came out a while ago about the roast. They're acting like it's breaking. I don't know. Uh, And now his, for now his focus is on being with his family before joining Fox sports in 2024, catching up on other parts of his life that need some time and energy. So yeah, sorry. He will not be doing a stand up comedy routine. And they said like the jokes weren't good and all that. Who knows? This might be just somebody trying to put together a story, or maybe this is some kind of weird promotion for the Netflix special, but we will not see Tom Brady hosting the Oscars anytime soon. All right, I want to talk about Katy Perry. She broke down on American Idol in tears after an emotional addition by a mass shooting survivor. Let's watch the audition. Let's go to Twitter. You know, I get it. Uh, Um, Let's watch. Why are you doing Idol? Man, so American Idol number one is kind of where people that I enjoy make it. Um, Number two is... As I said before, I'm from Santa Fe, Texas. Um, In May 2018, um, a gunman walked into my school. Uh, I was in art room one. Did did Lionel Richie get some work done? What was that? As I said before. What is that? He's got like a... You get a pullback? I was in art room one. 
So he shot up art room two before he made his way to art room one. Uh, lost a lot of friends. Uh, eight, eight students were killed. Uh, two teachers were killed. And uh, it's just really been negative, man. Santa Fe's had a bad rap here since 2018. What you doing, Katie? Our country has failed us. Facts. <laughs> this is not Facts. okay. You should be singing here because you love music. It's true. Not because you have to go through that. I agree. You didn't have to lose eight friends. I hope that you remind people that we have to change. Because you know what? I'm scared too. It's terrible, Katie. It's horrible. Even he's like, all right, calm down. Listen, there was a while ago. I'm over it. Look. It is horrible. It's emotional. What he went through, was you don't want anyone to go through it. And I believe her reaction is genuine, but at the same time, she's a performer. So she's playing it up a little bit. Ooh, oh, our country and fucking Vanna. You know, the ego makes her want to turn the situation around and make it about her and how much she cares. And she does, I'm sure. But it's hard not to be a little cynical watching this, especially because the American Idol producers are probably sitting there like, yes, 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 Katie. We knew that this was going to be good, but it's going to be clippable. We're going to put it out there. It's going to bring some attention to the show. Thank God, Katie. We just want to let you know there's a young man coming in who survived a shooting. You want to think about that and what that means? And they got a viral moment. She really went for it. Ooh. Oh, now we all have to comfort Katie. Everyone's <laughs> the hands come out to comfort Katie. Horrible. It's going to be okay, Katie. We have tolerated this for so long too long it's become a norm it's just it's a moment for now american idol to be like see we care we're doing a big this is an important episode very special american idol we've got a change true we got a change there's your ariana debose angela bassett i gotta change i agree and i hope you can just lead you do for me myself that for my school for you Thank you, got you. It. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. What we go through every day because of what happened is terrible. Um, but there is light, you know, there is positivity, and you just have to go chase it. Oh, that's so wonderful. Uh, no, truly, though, it is weird to, uh, to it, it is, a, you know, I interviewed a guy a couple of years ago, four years ago, actually, who was at Columbine when I was at TMZ. And there is kind of a, uh, a seriousness and a sadness that comes when you meet these shooting survivors. Especially this poor gentleman right here, uh, Richard Castaldo. He was shot eight times at Columbine. 
and he survived, but you know, he's, he's in a wheelchair and it was just, you know, I don't, I don't like, I, I don't think the guy wants pity or he wants to be, uh, everyone to feel bad for him. But I was looking there, this was at one of those, you know, back in the day during the Trump years when there was a rally for something every single weekend, I think this was a gun control rally. Um, assuming it was actually, because why else would he be there? The March for Our Lives rally in L.A. And I talked to him, and it was kind of like a sobering moment. So there is an emotional weight that comes when you speak to a survivor. Let's see what Have you seen are. these space-age gutter guards? They're made of surgical... You know, I, so again, I'm not saying Katie was totally full of it, but am I saying they probably played it up a little bit and the producers got to put together a nice little package? That makes them look, you know, I don't, virtue signaling is too strong of a word, but, you know, it's a little bit like, and exploiting is a little bit too strong of a word, but it's somewhere in between about a real trauma and now they're using it for the ratings. And then how badly are they going to feel when they have to eliminate this guy next week? This is obviously a huge movement, you know. It's been it's been many years, and now we're at this point. How do you feel about the progress that's being made? Well, uh, I'm more hopeful in the last month than I ever had been. I mean, the last well, I mean, you know, I was injured at the Columbine shootings. That was 19 years ago, and not a whole lot has changed. I think a couple of things have changed here and there, but overall, it doesn't seem like a whole lot's changed. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, this was four years ago. I don't know if anything has changed since then either, but uh, good for him. You know, you just you, you think like, you know, when the, when the news media attention moves away, he just has to go back to life, you know, overcoming the challenges that he is facing from, from being shot eight times. It's a terrible story. Uh, Katie... We thank you for your service. We have failed you. All right, next. Oh, I want to see real quick. Did he actually make it through? Luke Bryan praises vocals. He kind of looks like a young Post Malone a little bit, you know before the tattoos all right he gave he was given a unanimous yes to move to the next round after all three judges gave the rising star a hug that's gonna work once is he gonna get a unanimous yes because of his story you know as they go through successive rounds i don't know but they really want to take it seriously they should just keep him in you know uh what's it called fix it fix the competition this year and have him that'll keep the whole gun control thing on the on the in the headlines for the rest of the season if you just fix it so he continues to move through let's do it why not it's been like 25 years of american idol almost right 22 years you can burn a season just pushing this guy through. What's his name? Trey Lewis. 
or Trey Louis. I don't know. This was funny. Meghan Markle, according to a royal expert, was surprised and disappointed that Prince Harry had very little money. Royal author Tom Bauer spoke to Mail Online's Dan Wooten about the couple's early relationship. He described how the couple could not afford their current lifestyle as working members of the royal family, the expert added. She wants to ride in big Cadillacs, the private jets on command. At the moment, she needs to scrounge for those sorts of things. Yeah, so I could definitely... Following the couple's decision to leave the firm, it was reported Charles' 1.2 billion pound duchy of Cornwall estate paid his youngest son around $2.3 million a year on average. However, the couple said this sum covered 95% of their office expenditure. The remaining 5% of their income came from the taxpayer-funded $82 million annual sovereign grant, taxpayer-funded, which is handed to the most senior members of the royal family. I could totally believe this. I know they'll deny it, but I could completely believe Megan sees the royal family. She sees Buckingham Palace. You know, you think these people are like un, have ungodly amounts of money at their disposal. The taxpayers are just funneling money into their pockets every year. And then she gets there and finds out that Harry doesn't make that much and she's expecting this big lifestyle. And so the push to leave the family begins. And it's like, Oh, fuck. Really, Harry? That's all you make? Ugh. Well, we got to capitalize on who we are. I want to open businesses, you know? She she came in wanting to do a bunch of stuff that the family doesn't necessarily do. The family's supposed to be there to inspire people and go and do charity and, like you know, show up in Africa and whatnot. She wanted to turn it into a business, but you can't turn it into a business when you're still part of the family. But Harry didn't have the money to support her lifestyle. So what happens next? Megxit. And now they've got, you know, $100 million Netflix deal. I'm sure Harry made some money off of his book. I don't know where they go from here, though. They say, if you read these blind items, the crazy days and nights blind items pages, that Megan is really pushing to be senator in California allegedly she was having a lunch with Gavin Newsom. I don't know how true any of this is. This could all be complete BS, but it's fun to think about because it would make sense with, you know, her established MO, or at least what we publicly think of as her MO, that she wants to replace Dianne Feinstein in California as the senator. And she wants to be appointed because she probably knows she's never going to win the election, but if she gets appointed then maybe she can do a good enough job and win people over and, and continue it. And, you know, then she'll be important. She'll be doing something. But I completely believe this, this royal expert's claims that she was a little disappointed. How could she not be? You think you're coming in and it's just like the easy life. And, and for most people, by the way, what Harry was making and how much he had access to, that would be plenty. But she is expecting like, billionaire trillionaire status you know I, she married the wrong prince megan would have been happier as a member of the saudi royal family than she would have been happy as a, the british royal family because the saudi royal family is worth like a trillion dollars collectively 
British, yeah, they own a bunch of land and, you know, they're powerful, but I think their their worth is in the billion. You know, it's less than Elon Musk. And the, the 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 royal family might be on its way out, according to many articles that I've read. You know, it might not last more than another generation. So she picked the wrong prince. She should have gone for MBS. All right. Lady Gaga, actress, singer, is being sued for not paying the $500,000 reward to the woman who uh, gave information that helped locate her dogs. Now, when I first read this, I thought, God, Lady Gaga is cheap. She really doesn't care about those dogs. She just wanted the dogs back, but she didn't want to actually pay. Turns out the woman suing her was arrested and charged with being part of the whole plot. All right, so in a truly stunning lawsuit, the woman charged in connection with the theft of Lady Gaga's French Bulldog says the singer never delivered on her promised $500,000 reward, and now she wants a court to force the singer to cough it up. Jennifer McBride says Gaga made it very clear she'd pay the 500 k no questions asked, when she announced the reward back in February 2021 after the dogs were stolen from her dog walker at gunpoint. McBride says she returned the dogs two days after they were taken, but here's the thing. McBride was charged in connection to the theft with receiving stolen property and being an accessory to the crime after the fact. As for her relation to the criminals, she was allegedly dating the father of one of the men responsible for assaulting Gaga's dog walker. Yeah, you know, it's astounding the balls it takes to sue Lady Gaga over this. But I'm not surprised because the quality of a person that would even get mixed up in a dog, a gunpoint dog robbery that actually ends up with the guy getting shot and almost killed the dog walker. If you're that stupid, then you are stupid enough to think, well, I still deserve that money. You still you said no questions asked. Give me that 500 K. Uh, she later pled no contest to one count of receiving stolen property and got two years probation. Yeah, this is the guy. Got shot. He survived. The guy who pulled the trigger got 21 years in prison. You know, I always say this. How do you, in this day and age, commit any kind of violent crime and not expect to be caught, especially a high-profile crime? You don't think... The, the attention, if you're going to steal a dog, steal some random person's dog. You don't steal Lady Gaga's dogs. That's not going to bring a lot of attention to this. Of course, you're going to. It's like same with these Beverly Hills robbers. A year ago, these guys go to Il Pestaio in Beverly Hills and they try to steal a $500,000 watch off of a guy. Open fire, a, a stray bullet hits somebody. In the leg, she survived, of course. This is at a very popular celeb hotspot, Il Pastayo, which has great food, by the way, great pasta. And, you know, yeah, they got away with it for a few months, and then you get caught. And now you're going to jail for 18 years. Or XXX Tentations Killers. Fuck it, these guys are doing, they killed a major rap star for $15,000.
uh, each, basically. Because they took a bag from him worth $50,000. They split it three ways. And the driver only got five grand. And now he's going to jail, too. It's like, hello, they're going to catch you. Unless you just want, like, a brief time enjoying $10,000, which isn't even that much in today's economy, and then have to go to jail for life. Like, what the fuck are you doing? All right. Not only does it McBride, that's the woman, want the $500,000, she wants the court to triple the damages to $1.5 million for allegedly posting the misleading reward. <laughs> wow. This was their update. McBride's attorney tells TMZ that her client had absolutely no involvement in the theft of the dog. She loves dogs and was glad to participate in their safe return. She just wanted to have them taken first, supposedly, allegedly. I don't want to get sued either. Fuck you. Okay. Yeah. So it's crazy. Crazy world. Is there anything else? Anything else we need to talk about here? I don't think so. Let me just make sure there's no breaking news going on. Drudge report, real quick. And the whole Fox thing, whatever. All right. So it's been a good show. Thank you for everybody who joined us today. I'll be back again tomorrow. And uh, have a good life. Have a good life. We will see you soon. Much love. Thank you. Love. All right, Daniel. So once again, thank you to my brother. Tell him your name again. Dante Greco. Two words. Made in America. <laughs> Dante, you're doing great. That's good. I know. I think I'm I want you to leave my good friend Ringo alone. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my pal, Hal. Have a good day.